What is up, guys? And welcome back to the Untitled Podcast, a.k.a. the This Man's Baldy Podcast. My name is Adrian, a.k.a. Nuno, and I'm joined here today by JJ. Big Trust. Vic. Howdy. Jose. Um, meow. And our special guest, Ricky. What's up? All right, man. So, quick introduction. This man's been living with cancer for the better part of a year, right from the start to death sentence. That's what they keep telling him. Well, guess what? Every life comes with a death sentence, but until then, who's in charge? Himself. And that's how he chooses to live his life. So, yeah, this man has cancer. That's uh, a big, big O. And, um, yeah, we kind of just have him on a podcast because he's been one of our, uh, you know, biggest friends, you know, from, from across the board. And he was originally going to be in our podcast, but like, you know, you never know what the schedule on uh, this man's back and forth from here to Houston, like every other day. So, you know, obviously we can't have him every single time, but, um, yeah, tell us, bro. Tell us something about yourself. You know, uh, I actually sleep better knowing that, you know, I have cancer. I have like nothing to fear now. I thought that was going to be a joke, but that that's actually really <laughs> inspirational. <laughs> I am very confused with the statement, but uh, uh, yes, okay. Like, there's nothing else to be afraid of, you know? Yeah, I mean, you, like, got, you got... You got, got, like, the shittiest shit, so you're just like, hey, what, how, how more shit can it possibly get? Is that what you're saying? B- basically. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, can't really... I mean, what else is there? That's, like, possibly, you know, one of the worst things. I know, bro. You ever drown? Drowning's pretty bad. Yeah, bro. But then at that point, you're already dying. That's kind of cringe, bro. Like you're not, you're not gonna like. You don't have enough time to be like, oh, I was drowning. No, you're just, you're just gonna die. But like with cancer, you know, you gotta be like, yeah, I have cancer. Nah, bro. Ricky's correctly weaponized cancer, and that's kind of funny to me. How so? Like, what do you mean by that? (laughs) He's weaponized it, bro. Ricky knows what I'm talking about. Oh, what's going on here? Uh. I, I don't know what you mean by weaponizing it. <laughs> but you see, like, you weaponized it, but I didn't, bro. I take mean, I take bro? the burden at the end. I'm the one that dies with you. You take the blunt force. <laughs> well, if something doesn't go our way, Ricky just tells me to tell my mom he has cancer. Damn. Like, how, so... has it worked? Yes, it has, Ricky. It works every time. Wait, what? Like, in what In what way? How would that work? Hey, Mom, I'm going to go hang out with Ricky. I don't know. You've been going on a lot. Mom, Ricky has <laughs> cancer. Mom, that's messed up. Oh, wow. Well, I see. I see. I just call that an epic move. That's an epic gamer moment right there. All right, Ricky. So I wanted to ask you, like, what is, like, the diamond in the rough? Like, what somewhat good thing came from this, like, from this entire experience? From this entire experience, what's... Yeah, from, like, from the start, like, what, like, event or, I don't know, something that you've learned or, like, a change of lifestyle, like, what what was, like, that one good thing? Well, one of the best things that probably happened from this was that, um, not a lot of people know this, but, um, MD Anderson doesn't take people in, like, a regular hospital. Like, if you're in critical care, they, you actually have to be referred to, so... The, since I'm in MD Anderson right now, I'm in it for life. So it's, and it's one of the best hospitals in the world. So for life, I'm able to like always go there and get like checked up from one of the best dogs. Like regardless of the severity of like whatever. Yeah. Regardless of anything, they'll, they'll always take me and check me. Sounds badass. I got this very severe paper cut. Can you, uh, doc, can you <laughs> fix me up, please? Doc. It, it, it would be an expensive paper cut, but yes, it would. <laughs> 
<laughs> mm, yes, put a band-aid on it. Yeah, that's gonna be a million dollars right now. Hmm. It's good to hear, Dad. And Sorry, what would you say is like the biggest? Put... What Jose? That my dad just told me they put Angry Birds too. So. That's good. <laughs> 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 uh, what would you say is like the biggest L? Well, maybe not the biggest L, but like just something that I was like not something direct directly dealing with the cancer itself, but something that other people might not recognize or realize. I mean that. Oh yeah, that could also affect that. Like, Ricky looks better bald. What do you mean? Like, well, one of the biggest things, like, I thought was that it kind of, like, blindsided me, like, the whole way. Like, I lost, like, a, a whole year of college, and then I have, I actually have to register again, like, apply all over from the start, which, yeah, like, kind of sucks. Because when you're, like, in high school, you kind of think, okay, I already applied, like, this is over, but I'm doing it all over again. That's going to be really, really annoying to do. Knowing, knowing, a, <laughs> I, I, I get what you're going through, Ricky. Yeah, not, not being able to school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But like, like, would you want to like share like kind of like from like the very beginning, like you know when you were like sick? Well, we all knew you were sick, right? But no one knew what was the problem, and then you were in the hospital for about two weeks. Like, do you want to start from there? Kind of explain like what like, happened. So, so like over the summer, I was taking I was taking summer classes, um, and I get like a really bad, like, it, it feels like the flu, right? And then my ears start hurting. They start, they actually start, um, going like a bunch of, bunch of stuff, like a bunch of earwax and stuff. And the doctor checks and she's like, she's not sure, like, how we got so severe. And she gives me like really strong antibiotics. And I slowly, like, I slowly beat it, but then she checks my blood and she notices like all my, like the normal blood levels, which would be like your white blood cells, your red blood cells, and your um, platelets, they're all below usual. So the usual would be like close to, like um, for red blood cells, it's like they measure it like to 12 something. And for platelets, it's like 250. And I had like uh, 40 platelets and my red blood cells were down to seven where the lowest should be at eight. Mm. So she was terribly wrong. And so I kept like going back and forth to like blood doctors and everything. And finally at the hospital, I went to the hospital twice. The second time, finally they, uh, they found, they, they were able to find out that I, they, they thought I either had lymphoma or leukemia. And how the doctor kind of told me, I was like in the emergency room in like a bed, you know, like a stretcher. And he comes in and he says, Oh, we've never narrowed down the disease to either you got lymphoma or leukemia. And he disappeared into the ER. And like, you know, like my mom kind of, they don't want to like show her face because she had like a horrible reaction. And I kind of like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, like, oh, like what's going on? And she trying to like run after him to get more answers. But he was like, basically like he disappeared. He gave the bad news and he disappeared. He didn't want like any of the after effects. I deal with it. Yeah. And then uh, one of the leading blood doctors from like the valley, he came in to check my blood and he discovered it was Instead of lymphoma, it was actually leukemia. He narrowed it down. And he said that um, down here, if I stayed, try to stay in any of the hospitals, um, most likely I would probably die. So he said that the best like outcome is to go to MD Anderson and that he would like send a referral because he used to work there. So we drive overnight and I'm like having terrible sweats. Like I'm sweating like, like horrible. Like the whole seat that I'm on is soaked. My shirt is soaked, like everything. And that's because they have like the air conditioning blasting like right at my face, everything. 
And would you blame that like on the stress or like just the like yeah, everything uh, kind of combined? Or you're just strictly with disease? It was the leukemia, yeah. Because uh, the body's trying to get back into like a homeostasis, like a balance. So like every, basically everything's like set to the extreme right now. Like because the body doesn't know what's going on. Because um, what the, the my leukemia does is it makes a bunch of white blood cells, but they're actually like cancerous white blood cells. So they're not really working for me. They're kind of like working for the cancer. So like any kind of sickness like rolls in, the white blood cells don't do like their job to fight it. So the body's like, Seeing like, okay, we have like all these white blood cells. We're still like really sick. Let's make some more. And then the cancer continues, continues to like make more bad white blood cells while the, the disease kind of like starts killing off like parts of the body. Hmm. And like the reason they couldn't track it was because before it was hiding in my bones. And then like finally it got to the point where they couldn't fit like, I guess like that many cells in my bones. So they started spreading out into the blood. So that's how they caught it. So, like, I legit stayed, like, I think two months I've had it, and then they finally caught it, like, uh, October 1st. But that was over That was over there, right? No, like... That was here? I, I so, it, you like, got sent in October? October? Yeah, like, I got sent, oh, okay. Septem- like, on the last day of September, I got sent, like, at overnight. So, I got there, like, past midnight. Like, I got there at, like, 2 in the morning, and they took me in, so it was, like, already October 1st. And, like, like since they deal with cancer, they kind of, like, drill, so they started doing, like, all the tests it took, like, the hospitals down here, like, three days to two, to do, they did it within, like, four hours. Mm. And they were able to tell me, like, the exact type of cancer I had. And they got me, like, a doctor or, like, a specialist up there, very situated. And, like, when, when like, was there ever, like, a moment when, like, it was, everything was confirmed. Like, there was no, uh, uh, like, no second guessing, no more tests to be done. And they finally found out it was, it was acute leukemia, right? Or is it? What is yeah, it? it's a it's a subtype of acute leukemia. Like oh. when I got to my room and I woke up like in the morning, like at eight eight a.m., the doctor came in with like five other doctors. Each doctor has like its own team of doctors to do like shit for him. So he came in and he told me like the type of leukemia I had, and he said I have like a rare one that has like mutations, and the mutations basically, uh, if it mutates enough, it can hide from the immune system, so the immune system can't kill it. And then the mutations also make it more aggressive. So we can, um, it can like from the bloodstream try to get to the, to the spine and try to travel to the, to the brain. So, so like, uh, from then on, they kind of, they told me that they're going to do a really aggressive experimental regimen. And, and then he said that maybe at most I would be done with the chemo by me. So that was like his predictions. And I, I believe after the first, the first, after the first month, the leukemia was actually going back into remission because that's how strong the chemo was. But uh, what helped me back was after the first month, I got like a really nasty infection in my arm, which it's like it was like supposed to be like a simple infection, like everybody gets it. Mm-hmm. But the uh, but I didn't have like an immune system, so it was able to spread to my arm. So like my arm kind of like grew like double in size, and it got like really inflamed, and they they were afraid that the the disease was like whatever bacteria or whatever it was going to spread to the heart and like kill me so they kind of put me on like really high um antibiotics and like it got so huge that the actually like the arm kind of the skin on the arm started ripping because that's how like um like swollen up it was getting and they had to do like the rare thing that they like most hospitals don't do which is like a white blood cell transfusion where they take the white blood cells of someone else and they inject them into you just to like fight whatever bacteria you have like for the time being 
and that was like the only way I was able to like basically I guess like survive. So like, would you say from like since I get I would say like you would say that was like possibly like the riskiest time so far, right? Like the closest to where like yeah everything like could the go first wrong. One, yeah, that was like the riskiest like moment. So like, would you say like since then it's been improving, or has it just been like on par with what the doctors are saying? Since then, like they gave me the same funeral, same intensity of chemo after that. Um, but my body kind of got used to it. So like the first time is always the worst, but after that, your body kind of builds like an immunity where it kind of expects it. So it's able to take it better. But, um, so after that, I've been kind of pretty good. I haven't been getting sick or bad drastic. And like, and like before, um, cause I also want to ask you like what's coming up because uh, there's, you know, some stuff that's coming up, but I also wanted to ask, how would you describe chemotherapy? Like, you know, for me, I didn't know chemotherapy was a liquid until well until like i saw you and you're like oh this is a chemo i'm like wait hold up i thought chemo was like waves i'm pretty sure I, i'm pretty sure there's other people that think like that so like, how would you describe like 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 what it is and what it does to you so they have like three types of therapy they have a meter where it kind of it's like a it's kind of like a liquid that goes into your veins but it attaches itself to the white blood cells and it makes the white blood cells um kind of i guess better but there's like a downside to it. Like you'll get reactions to it as well. Like you'll get diarrhea, like nausea and stuff. But um, it attaches to the white blood cells and it has the body's white blood cells attack the cancer's head on. While the chemotherapy, it goes into the bloodstream and it attaches itself to everything. Like it to red blood cells, platelets, white blood cells, everything that's like flowing through the body. And it and that chemotherapy, the chemical releases like a signal. That the cell kind of recognizes, and it's um, it's basically a suicide signal. So that's why the hair, like your hair, starts to fall out because it receives a signal to suicide. You start losing like blood, um, your platelets as well, and your white blood cells. Like everything starts dropping because um, it's basically like told, it's being told to kill itself because of the chemotherapy, and that's why you start kind of feeling really sick because most of your body's kind of dying, so it's not able to work at a hundred percent. So. And the radiation therapy, that's the intense one. That's like the, it sends a radiation through your body that damages the cells and healthy cells should be able to repair it, like repair themselves after a few weeks, like after a week, apparently. And cancer cells, they can't repair themselves. So they just end up dying. But, um, if you get enough like radiation, you, you'll like, you start getting your organs start getting scarred up. And like in the long run, you get rid of the cancer, but in the long run, kind of you can die from organ failures um so that's like the most intense one that's like kind of like the nuclear option that most people they try to stay away from just because in the, the long run you can die and is that the one that you're going to be going through later or is that not as severe as the one you're saying right now so that's the one that's that i'm going to be going through as soon as i start my stem cell transplant because uh since i have a rare leukemia that likes to mutate a lot um, even if one cell's left, it can mutate to the point where it'll get the, it'll gain like the genes that it needs to start like a whole new cancer colony inside my bones again. And I have to go through everything all over. So the radiation's like, they're going to give me intense radiation, but they're planning on covering my, my lungs. So, uh, so like I don't have to worry about that because, because the biggest organ that can fail when you get radiation is your lungs. The next thing is your, your liver. So they're going to be covering my lungs and they're going to give me as much radiation that uh, they could, which is 
twelve hundred because uh seventeen if a human receives seventeen hundred uh, radiation, they actually uh die from radiation poisoning. So they're gonna they go like right below it and they do this like for little kids, like for grown adults, older people and stuff. So that's the that's what I'm gonna be receiving right before the stem cell to make sure like everything is actually like all the leukemia today before I receive my new stem cell transplant. And so when would that happen? Because I, I, I know, like, I don't know, like, yeah, like, when would that happen? So, so, like, how stem cell works is you get, like, you go onto, like, the registry, like, the international web, and they give you, like, okay, uh, there's people donating their stem cells out. So, you're not allowed to know the person, and the hospital's not allowed to work with the person directly. So, it's, like, a whole international program that works with the, the person. So, we're not, like, given information. We're just like getting told like, okay, person should be ready by this date. Well, I was supposed to start going through the radiation, I believe tomorrow, but they got pushed back. And so we're not sure. They didn't give us like an exact date because, uh, they found one of the tests started like messed up with the donor, but they told my doctor that they haven't told my doctor that she can't donate, but they haven't told her when she would be able to donate. So we're, we're barely going to find out everything maybe on Wednesday. Mm. But, uh, but by then, like, as soon as they find out that that's when I, that's when I'm going to receive my radiation four days straight. And then I, and then I get hooked up and get added some stem cells. Now, how long would that process take from the, the, the stem cells are only like, it's like a bag of blood. So it takes like a, like a couple hours at most, like two hours. So, so you finish up the four hour for four days, finish up the, the stem cells. Like what happens after that? Is it just. You got to wait it out or are they still giving so, you stuff? Well, like the radiation supposed to kill everything in my body, including the, like the radiation, like including the immune system that I have and the stem cells go into my body. They kind of like explore my body and then they set up shopping kind of like my bones. And uh, so it's like they're starting like all over, like as if you were just born. Yeah, they're rebuilding. So they start making, yeah, they start rebuilding their immune system, but they build it to their, like how they had it. So, so like her immune system obviously is different from my immune system. And, um, until then they, the body won't produce anything because it's still kind of like rebuilding itself. And after it's done rebuilding itself, the immune system could have the chance, um, the big had a chance of attacking my body because it won't recognize it. Yeah. So the body, it could attack like any kind of tissue, like any organ in my body. So I'm forced to stay there like at least a month in the hospital just in case. Because the immune system could automatically attack my heart, and there's nothing really to stop it, other than um, give me like really strong like immunosuppressive drugs and keep me alive until they kick in, basically. So, so that's why I'm kind of like I'm under watch for a month in the hospital and then two months out of the hospital, but I have to stay in Houston, like close to the hospital. So, but my question is because well, you told us that you're going to ring the bell what July 12th. Uh, June. Uh, June, 12th. June 25th. 25th? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. But so you're saying June 25th. Oh, okay. But like, how do they, like, what is that? Because I thought that the bell meant I beat cancer. Like, it was official. Mm-hmm. But because then, like, when do they, when do they determine, like, oh, yeah, he beat cancer? What does the bell actually mean? So, so for most people, um, that, that wouldn't, if they don't have leukemia like me and their diseases in remission, on the day that they get their last chemo bag, they would go and ring the bell that they got their last chemo. There's no more chemo needed. They 
beaten cancer to the point where the body can take over and then that's it like they it's celebrating that they don't they're not sick anymore mm-hmm. so for people that are getting a transplant like me and stuff we don't get to ring the bell until after the transplant settled in because like there's a there's there could be a point that the transplant never settles in so i don't have an immune system and it rejects it and everything so the cancer at that point, the cancer could always just bounce back because there's no immune system to kill it at that point. So they wait the three months. So then after June, you're still going to be in the hospital until September then? No, no, no. So I get out of the hospital September on May. I mean, September on April. And then I stay there. I had to stay in Houston uh, checking in every like every other day with the doctor, mm-hmm. like as an outpatient, um, until uh, June. Or maybe like the start of July, and then until and then after that they release me where I can go back home, and I don't I don't have to go back and check every like I go back and check like maybe every two months or three, and they say after a year that I've been cancer free, then my the odds of me getting can like leukemia again drop, and then every year after that it keeps dropping. So like they say after five years I shouldn't expect it to ever come back again for sure. But they said if they if it is if I if I'm gonna get leukemia. It would come back in a year. So, so as long as I beat that year, like that, I don't have any leukemia, then I'm fine. So when, um, so when, like, when you get out, right? Like, let's say, yeah, it didn't come back within those three, two months. Um, mm-hmm. do you have to be like as cautious as you are now with like, you know, always carrying wipes around you, making sure people around you aren't sick, or would it just be back to normal? Uh, so the immune system I, I would have would be like a baby. But the only way the immune system would can learn how to fight disease is if I actually catch it. So it's not going to know how to beat the cold. Like if I get catch a cold, unless I catch the cold, like it's not going to learn. Yeah. So I don't have to be as cautious because it should be like a healthy immune system, you know, um, before, like unlike before. Uh, but like if I do get something serious, um, I do have to like notify my doctor, like my, MD Anderson doctor, just in case of anything. But other than that, no, I shouldn't. Damn, bro, that's going to be crazy. So I'm hearing a, a summer. Summer? Maple. Birthday? Ricky, so when's your new birthday then? The, the day they give me the new stem cells. Oh, the thing is also, uh, that what's kind of crazy is that when I get the new stem cells, since we're different, like blood types, slowly my body would start converting its blood to her blood type. To the, to the lady I got the stem cells from. <laughs> well, she's A plus, A positive. That's brazy. That's brazy how science can do that. Like, you have a whole new blood system and a whole new, like, immune system. Mm-hmm. Like, to, like, foreign to what you were born with. That's, that's brazy, man. I know. And that, that's kind of the things they do in the hospital. Like, it, compared to the other hospitals, it's kind of crazy. I, I, I'm not allowed to know until a year later, but I do know she's from the United States. That's all, that's it all. That's all I know. Do you know why that is? Or like any guesses uh, as to why that would be? I, I think it's kind of like to kind of keep the, keep the donor and the donee like safe, more or less. Like maybe, I don't know if they've had cases where they've tried to meet each other and stuff has happened, but, um, it's, I think it's just to keep, keep them both safe and then kind of keep the, the organization that, they're a part of, um, safe from like any kind of like suing or anything. I'm guessing. Yeah. I don't know. I know that just, that's just the rule they have. 
feel like it also kind of alleviates the pressure from like like a donor. Like yeah. I don't know. To me, I wouldn't want to meet someone that I could save someone's life, like that individual's life, until you know. And then also, I feel like it could also lead to like just having people. I don't know, like guilt. Well, I guess guilt I, trip I in a way. Yeah. Like you, you could guilt trip on like. Don't be shy. Put some more. Put some more blood. Uh-huh. And so you're just uh-huh. guilt tripping the like the person, or if something goes bad, you know who to attack, or like like whatever. So it kind of keeps both parties kind of like distant from each other, but still yeah. getting the job done. So I'm hearing beach trip. Cruise trip. Hey, Cruise. look, man. I was given some information from Ricky regarding uh, uh well, how much? Eight fifty? Eight hundred and fifty dollars? Uh, it was five hundred, bro. 500, five day, seven day cruise. Like for all of us, or includes like the food and everything, and it goes to Jamaica, the Cayman Islands, and like I think a port in Mexico. Look, I'm gonna be honest. I think traveling should be the least of our worries at this current moment. I think, uh, huh? So, so, so you believe in Corona? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's, there's a Corona. Look, all I gotta say is I'm not allowed in Mexico anymore. Damn, it's son. close to Cancun, bro. Uh, Fortnite. Hey, Vic, you can just oh, stay yeah. in the boat. Uh, you're right. Hey, all I'm saying is they don't have a drinking age or a gambling age in any of those places. I thought they were like 18. How did we beat that? Oh, Vic, I forgot you're 17. Oh, Fortnite. I'm not old enough to be on this podcast. Fuck. That's not what my sources say. Shut up, I'll say you're an old head. Yeah. Speaking my about... Com- <laughs> speaking about head, speaking about Jose, Jose, I heard you shaved your head, bro. Yeah. You wanna t- you want to touch on that, or... Like... You, do you want me to talk about my, me shaving my head? I mean, it's because you, you had a good set of hair, what? bro. What, what drove you? Okay. Yeah. Primarily? All right. The like the I was already uh, I was already a bit frustrated this past week. I was just like I was just really not feeling it. Like, and the day I know the day before I shaved my head, which was on Thursday, I was closing with my uh with my manager. I just told him, "Hey, what if I just go bald? Like, what if I just shave my head?" He's like, "Oh man, I don't know." He's like, "You should try it. Like, you never know until you try." I'm like, "Yeah, you're 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 right, right?" Well then, uh, I was playing of uh, COD. And I'm I'm trying to go for the for the Damascus and for the riot shield, <laughs> <laughs> the cultured riot shield. That it's it's oh my god! If I were to just like I that's hell. If I could describe it, that's just literally hell. I want like, okay. I want to I want to say something right now. Ricky went bald because he is literally fighting cancer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you went bald. You went bald because you were fighting COD and couldn't get the massive camel. <laughs> well, when you put it like that, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, I was gonna do it to be like, I was already gonna do it. it like, I, I already had my mindset, but then, like, I got to a point. I got so frustrated. Like, you know what, man? I need to take a breather. You know, I'm just gonna go shave my head. So I go to the the lady. I was going to cut my hair. And I tell her, she knows what, how I always cut my hair. I, and I tell her, I wanted, uh, I, lo quiero pelón. I want a <laughs> bald. And she's like, ah, y tijeras arriba. Like, like with scissors on top. Like, no. Oh, bald. Just, just buzz it. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and then I just, I, I, I just saw her 
take the 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 sh- what is it called? What are these things called? Shear? Oh no, it's no, not shear. Clipper? La machina. Yeah, la machina. She so gets clippers. it and just runs it in the middle, bro. I'm like, all right. Even if I wanted to say no, like she did go into the no middle, way, I can't fix that. No <laughs> way you said Dumpy Shite cuts him more. Yeah. Uh, and I got it, like, I was like, oh, thanks, I got it, and then I, I legit felt so much lighter. My head, like, like I've said this, re- like, a while ago, I was like, dude, my aim feels way off now. I feel like I'm bobbing. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, it's like, my hair added aiming stability, and I just removed it. I basically put on no stock. That's cod lingo right there. That's how much, oh, my God. I hate the man. I hate cod. But I, I also, I don't know. Anyway, I shaved my head, and I was, and I was near Victor's house. I was like, hey, Vic, you at home? He's like, yeah, yeah, what's up? All right, I'm on my way. Be there like in two minutes. I got to show you something. He's like, oh, yeah, what? They're like, don't worry, you'll see. I opened the door. He's like, oh, my God, this man went bald. <laughs> well, did you say bald or buzz? I don't, I don't remember what you said, Vic. Dude, I, I think I said bald. Yeah, I said bald. This but what what is it, Jose? Like, is it a two? Is it a oneer? No, it's one. I say a oneer, bro. A oneer all around? Yeah, I think. Unless she. It's because I've been I've been debating like just shaving my head, but like like this week I've gotten three compliments on my hair, so I kind of don't want to shave it now. And by so not by some sweet taint, <laughs> but don't worry about that. But like, I don't know, man. man. Shut up, man. <laughs> I, I feel like I don't know. You gotta commit if to sh- to shaving your head. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I like legit. I was like, man, I'm gonna regret it, and I kind of do because I don't like having my hair like this. It reminds me of when I was in junior high, and I hated that. Like, oh my god. The last I say should I have had... at least experiments that have gotten the cut, tr- the cut, cut, bro. The what cut? The taquacha cut. I'm not getting a taquacha. You didn't like cut. it. You could have just shaved off. You're gonna shave it off anyway. Catch me dead if I ever put that on top of my head. <laughs> that's that's literally like, like like that. If I ever do that, just kill me on the spot. Just shoot me. Right dude, I don't there. think you would look that bad, bro. Dude, that's what I. Dude, ever like the the only good thing I've gotten from this is I got I've gotten a couple compliments from it. From like, your uh, like they said, bald yeah, head. You've yeah, you've gotten compliments. Members. Yeah, my family members, so they don't really count. Never mind. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> dude, I know they're caffy, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, dude, my tears were like, I didn't recognize you. What the hell? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but do, do you look? I haven't seen you. Do you look good? Like, can you pull it off? What do you think, Vic? You've seen me. Um, <laughs> I haven't gone rude. Uh, but it's a little dope. In essence. It does not. Her, no hair does not go with Jose, bro. Look, I, I just sent it to the chat. So you what can, the? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Bro, Jose. Why? Why are you doing? This? Hey, I'm gonna be honest. It <laughs> looks better good. than I expected. And he's wearing my merch. This is a ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, faded! Everyone's just losing it. <laughs> yeah, bro. No hair was not the move for you, bro. Look, man. 
It doesn't look bad. You have a pretty okay hairline. <laughs> shut up. I have a little thing too, but like I feel like yours is yours is like your your even... it's built like a V. You get me? And my hairline is like it's straight, but JJ! I have a little thing. Why is your why is your hairline on your eyebrow? Oh my god! Uh oh! Uh, Okay, we're kind of getting off topic. Anyway, this is this is probably the only time I'll ever shave my head this like this low. Because I only shave the only reason. Yeah, thank God. The only reason I did this because I I thought about it. And I'm like, my hair grows fast, so by the time it's my birthday, it'll be back, <laughs> not to the same way, right? But like, if it, I had already cut it, it just saves me the like hassle, right? But what was your you hair know? before? Did you have like long hair on the sides, or was it just on top? I it was uh, I had long hair on the top. It was shorter on the sides, but it was already getting a little longer. So like, I usually cut the sides to three, but it probably went to like a, a five or a six. I don't even Bro, know. Why don't you get like a nice, like a nice haircut? Like a what? I swear to God, if you say what, what I think mean? you're going to say. No, say, not say a classic kind of cut. Like a no, cut, not, like not. I can't, who ha- like, like comb to the side with like a nice part. Bro, look, just get a, a mid-fade comb over, bro. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just get, get that. Him. Hey, bro, just get a fade, bro. Just get a fade. Oh, you don't no, even need everyone, a fade. Just get like nice fade. on the Dude, sides. Y'all are like broken records, Bruh. Yeah, bro, just get a mullet. Jose, come with us to the spot, please. Hey, would you guys let your hair grow out like Tyrese? Um, I think Tyrese's hair. I'd have to be too. older. I don't want to do that now. But when I'm older and I have like no regard, absolutely like at all to what people think of me, then yeah, then I don't have to like cut it. I don't have to style it. It just you wake up, you comb it a bit, and that's it. I can't picture Tyrese with short hair. Not thinking yeah. about it. Like, that, <laughs> that'd be weird. But the thing that, is, that, like, what? I want my hair, because, like, it doesn't have that much volume. I want my hair to have volume if I'm going to have it long. Like, I want it to look like a girl's hair if it's going to be that the, long. No way you're uh, going for L'Oreal. Or, like, John Wick, like, how his hair is. Oh, hey, yeah. Keanu yeah. Reeves is, like, a man. Dude, that guy, that guy's so fantastic. I don't oh, know. So you kind of look like him. Like Keanu yeah. Reeves. Keanu Reeves. I appreciate it. No way I, no way I DM Keanu Reeves. Hey, my long lost brother. <laughs> how is it? How has it been going? I am in need of your financial you support. You look more like a Don Cheadle. That's just me who told me? Somebody told me I look a lot like Ashton Kutcher. I knew you were and gonna I, say. It. I was waiting for you to say. No it. one said that to you, Jose. Actually, they have you though. Said it to they yourself. Have. No, no, no. I'm being serious. Ooh. Somebody told me that I looked like Ashton Kutcher. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if it was. Why are we name dropping, bro? But they have out. told me, bro. Jose, I don't know, Jose. You would look like Ashton Kutcher if if I wasn't bald. If you had like. <laughs> A more, um, like a more predominant, uh, cheekbones. Cock? Oh, dude. Yeah, cheekbones. Yeah, cheekbones. Cool. And he even had a crooked nose. What the? Oh, yeah, God he I has a crooked, crooked nose. nose. Thank God yeah. I don't have a crooked nose, bro. The day I get a crooked nose, damn. Bro, bro I'm gonna breathe left, left there. <laughs> <laughs> Proceeds to break Jose's nose. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I only want left air. If I ever get right air, bro, that's don't just put me down. Uh, I like my I like my breathing availability the way I like my meat on my pizza. Left. <laughs> Ricky, does your hair like does it what? like do you get your hair back? No, they said maybe like two months after I'm done with all my sh- like radiation and stuff. You look good I, the way you are. I don't get like no chemo at all. Like there's no plans of chemo, nothing. Like I'm basically home free. Damn, bro, that's crazy. You look, you look good without without hair. Can your hair like, go you, back you, blonde? You can pull it off. Oh my god! Guy, like, wait, I don't know. Why would it be blonde? <laughs> they say like my hair changes. Like it changes after like you. The way you it's, it's it's red. Well, the last time, like after the first time it fell off, it was coming back blonde. What like my god. beard coming out blonde, and like my my fucking head. And then I got chemo again, and it all fell off. So I don't know. What I don't know what you you got you dyed your hair for free, bro. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> bro, bro, it wasn't free, bro. You know each chemo bag's like fifty thousand just to make it. Oh my god. Uh, oh, uh, which re- which reminds me, if you guys look in the podcast notes, you guys will notice that we have a link there. Go and donate to Ricky's GoFundMe because, like he just said, shit ain't cheap. So any little bit helps. So yeah, there you go. How are we gonna link this onto the podcast? Um, I don't know, Jose, if you've ever used any, any website. I haven't. To hear our podcast, but there's little notes there that I leave. There's little notes there <laughs> that you just click on it. And I have, I'm gonna have the link for the GoFundMe. Epic. That's an epic gamer move. Which also reminds me, if you guys are listening to this, this is the first podcast that we finally release. Like this podcast is the one we're gonna come out with. So if this is your first podcast, Go listen to you, to the other ones after this one. So we have what, like two or three more? We have we have a well. Okay, pilot. guys, let me let me explain what happened. So before this podcast, we recorded a podcast. Uh, it was just all over the place. There was no uh flow. Look, man, it. I'm not gonna say it was Jose's fault, but it man, wasn't. It was. It was, it was <laughs> like there was a lot of variables that just made this podcast really difficult to edit. One. The first topic that we chose was really boring. Not boring, but we, it should not have been brought up the way it was brought up. So I'm like, okay, fine. Let's talk about a good introduction to it, which would be Jose being mad at all of us, which just got way too, way too yelly, way too much. Like, oh, I don't know. Damn, I don't want him to get mad if I leave this in. So I'm just not going to edit it. And Jose's mic had a had problem that we were going to have if I didn't notice it today. But his his mic was always picking up audio. So every like before, I would be able to mute someone if their mic was quiet. So when it when it wasn't quiet, it would mute it. So it would make everything much easier. But this mad had it green all the time. So I I, I couldn't know when he was talking or not. Well, could the like the program wouldn't know. So it was just a horrible podcast and program to edit. Maybe but, we'll revisit those topics another day. So uh. 9/11? Wait, why don't why don't, okay, we have time to kill. Why don't we just talk about what we talked there in this one? Do you want to talk about you really want to talk about your conspiracies? I mean, yeah, sure. Well, we have Ricky now. Now we have Ricky to Wait, to... now we could now we could discuss one of the biggest conspiracies. Change my oh, mind, JFK didn't get shot. Oh uh, my god. Uh <laughs> What? <laughs> what did look, you do then? I, I'm gonna be honest, Vic. I didn't understand what you meant last time, so I, I truly want to know 
what you mean that he All did right, a good bro. shot. Look, bro. What if JFK's look, 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 bro? What if JFK's head just kind of did that, bro? How how so? so bad. This is so bad. And we have an <laughs> image in the Discord. Oh, sorry, wrong I'm, getting, <laughs> I'm getting off. <laughs> why is it? Why is it me? <laughs> Why are you on my dude, JJ? I'm legit sorry, blocking sorry. you on everything right now. Yo, what's chat, that? What's that chat. guy called? Rock Jake chat. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> <but> too. <laughs> oh my god, JJ, I'm blocking you right now. I'm looking. I'm searching up, blocking you on everything I have. No I'll more. Say, I'll say. You know what you should do for the podcast? Put a what? go on Reddit and go to roast me. And just put a picture of yourself and just let the comment section go at you. And, we and, just, and just and hit we on react. my self-esteem? Just yeah. hit on my self-esteem? Yeah, bro. But but here's the thing, bro. All our all our podcasts have a meaning. So we're going to react to you being roasted by everybody on the internet. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about how self-love is important and about oh, how you can't let others bring you down. Yeah, we're gonna make you feel like shit for the entire podcast, but at the end of the day, sorry, sorry. it's all about one message. Wrong chat, wrong <laughs> you, chat. Gotta, <laughs> you gotta push dog. through it, man. You, you gotta, gotta push, push through. through. These are just words. <laughs> we'll, say, we'll say you gotta be the hero we need, not the hero we want. Yes, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> shut up, I got Mosby. <laughs> man, shut up, man. Man, shut up! Oh shit, man, me too, man, shut up! <laughs> Actually, no, no, when the one before JFK, I I wanted to bring up. The do they have one? the cure for cancer? What the? Like, do you, Thank dude? How is it that there's billions of dollars and there's they haven't found the cure? Uh, there's a lot of like how well Ricky's leukemia always like um mutates. So I mean, that, I, like, yeah. what it no, but I'm, but, but there has to be something that attacks the source of what it actually is. And like, it, it, well, well, what you what it actually is, is that like the cells, some of the cells get so old they, when they're re- like replicating, they get damaged, so they replicate wrong, and then that cell that replicated becomes a cancer cell, and it just doesn't do any work. It just starts stealing food from all the other cells. But um, you can't like it's a natural thing. You can't really do anything. Like the body has to fix it itself. Like, don't we, but here's don't that's, we all that's have been, cancer cells? But the thing about like, that yeah. is that, that has always been yeah. said about a lot of medical things. Like hundreds of years ago, people wouldn't even imagine like stem cell transplants. They they didn't like all this new technology that we have. And then now it's like well, we we've done so many advancements and we've saved so many lives. But like the number one thing that's like taking people's lives and the number one thing. That is like bringing in all this money through like, like, like from other people, like uh, donating from people's families, sadly. And then to have it not even, I mean, there's been some progress made in some, can- in some uh, types of cancers, but like, like what it, I, I just want, I'm just curious as to like, how has there not been at least some cure? Well, if you think about it, chemotherapy is kind of the advancement and cancer and immunotherapy because. Before then, they didn't have chemotherapy. Chemotherapy was just radiation, dosing you with as much radiation as they could. Like, if if I got this cancer, bef- like, back in maybe 1960s or 1980s or something, I I had no hope of surviving. Like, I would die. Because they would concentrate, like, so much radiation, like, to my brain and on my spine that I would, like, either 
I would outlive the can I would live outlive the cancer, but die maybe a year or two after from all the radiation poisoning. So like the chemotherapy where like they have kind of helps because not a lot of people are dying from it like right after compared to what radiation so um all right but like there's like not like what they're i know with like they've been kind of like researching now is apparently like you know all the living creatures like get cancer like rats dogs everything well they were kind of wondering like why don't elephants hippopotamuses like whales why they don't die from cancer since they're like bigger than us so they should more cancer but they have none that's crazy, and those are like the longest living creatures, like the yeah, whales yeah, and so the elephants. That's what they're kind of getting research into, man, right bro. Now. What if, man, bro? That's a br- bro. Do you think whales are run by the? You know, you know what actually is run by the government? And sticking whales? on the same topic as no, not whales, birds. <laughs> and dude, someone brought it up. A coworker of mine brought it up, and I told her like in a straight, serious face, birds aren't real. And she looked at me like I was stupid, and and I gave her my reasonings. One of them. You never see a baby bird until they're dead. And like wait, wait, you see wait, wait. What do you mean I don't see a baby bird? Wait, I had I had baby birds in my house like a while ago. Hear yeah. me out, bro. My, my my tia catches birds, wild birds. When I catch Razzy caught birds and he cooked them yeah. when they're dead. What do you mean? No. My no, wait, he birds were alive. But I'm saying you've ne- look, there's fake birds that are that are made to be adults already, but the baby birds are—they're extremely low to see baby birds. Like, what a coincidence that baby birds are on a tree that we can't see them. Why? Because the government because wanted they can't that fly? way. No, because the government wanted it that. Wanted Wait, okay, it that way. okay, okay. Get a hey. bird, like a baby bird. You see how like brittle its wings are? It doesn't even have feathers, and you wanted yeah. to fly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, basically. Uh, but those birds are <laughs> those birds are real like if you're seeing a bird like a baby bird it's real but the, the so reason like why short, you don't so see a lot is because they're fake and a lot of the adult birds are are government birds because so why do they like always post cat. up i don't know what you i don't know what you're saying bro but the schroeder's you... cat the theory where there's a, a a cat in a box oh you don't but, know if it like, exists because you can't see the cat you don't know if that cat, like you don't know if that cat is alive or it's dead alive because you can't dead. perceive it. Yeah, because you don't perceive it as either either being alive or dead until you open and the, the second, box. Yeah, and the second you do perceive it, there's like that's when everything happens, you know. Oh, it's like, just like the, cat, the theory that, yeah. that we were born last uh, Tuesday. Like, what? no, who's to, like who's to say that we weren't born last Tuesday? Like, and all what of our memories, world? every single thing that has ever happened to us, the Creator gave it to us on that day. Why like you can't disprove it, or Wednesday, you can't disprove it. Wait, why Wednesday? Wait, wait, why, why that specific day? What do you mean? I'm confused. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, wait. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, times uh-huh. two. Did you? Say- yes. Do you so- do you guys think the mob killed John F. Kennedy? Whoa, that's a that's a topic for Victor, bro. Victor, really? <laughs> no, because if, if you guys seen like the movie um, The Irishman, apparently no, like haven't. a. It's a on Netflix. Don't say you. Yeah, Sorry, bro. I already, I already have Angry Birds two on cue, so you're gonna have to <laughs> wait. <laughs> hey, to, uh, I'll tell my dad I, uh, that you said thanks. I'll let it, him know. Apparently, it, it's like the hitman for like this big family of like mob family. Everybody in the mob is basically dead except for him. Like he's really old as fuck. 
and he's kind of like starts telling like the stories of like what's happened, like what like who he killed and like what was going on. And one of them, like one part, they say, if you don't think like it's like going on about Jimmy Hoffa, like some dude like they're at me, and like they, they tell him like, oh, if you don't think we can get to you, who do you think got to uh, John F. Kennedy? And he looked at that. So I I don't know. It got me. I think I think that's just movie plot at this point. Like, well, it's, the it's those movies are based on a true story. Based that's on yeah, a lot of movies are based on a true story. Like that one about the kid that almost drowned in ice but survived because of like Christian uh, shit. Yeah, I believe in God and not because uh, of the I, doctor. I don't know. I didn't see that movie. I didn't see it either. I saw. Wait, the that Angry Birds one? That's what I saw. <laughs> No way, <laughs> it, uh, but like from what I remember, that that the, the the synopsis of it was that this kid wanted to play basketball, like was like really good at basketball. Then some of his friends went to like this like ice on top of like a lake. It was just a sheet of ice, and they tried to go skate right. And I think the ice cracked. The kid like fell in. It was like freezing cold, right? And the kid was like basically in like in a coma or something. And with the power of God and anime on hit on their side, <laughs> he came back to life. Like he just came back from his coma and he was just chilling. Like know, a lot man. of like 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 I I'm not religious, but like because it's like some like some shenanigans like that. Damn, like on on like on jaw. Let's see. The thing God. is, there has been miracles, bro. Like no, yeah, I no, no. I, I do believe that miracles do exist, but like like I don't think we should be like. Help, Thank you, just some being, no, right? No, yeah, you're right, yeah. I agree with you on that. Like, like, do you think you should thank God, like, if you survived this surgery, even though there was a surgeon that kind of saved your life? I wouldn't. I would, I would, like, I would be uh, the really... The surgeon would be the one. I would be it's really... A, if I was a surgeon, or I, I would be really disrespected. Or, like, I mean, I feel like they kind of have to be accustomed to it at this point. What, what do you guys think about, like, those people that, like, they, they like have that. their children, and they don't let their kid have medicine? Because it's against your religion, but like the kid's basically dying. Like he, he's a toddler, so he doesn't know. So like anti-vax moms. I mean, well, it's like, not yeah. just that, but like there's also some that they need medicine, and and the I parents mean, they like tell them no, and that's it, bro. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. There's like, there's like, a lot of different. Know, like, like what if the know. kid doesn't follow the religion later? You know? Yeah, I but think, then there's I also think parents shouldn't be forcing their kids on certain religions. Like they, nope. it's, it's up to their own beliefs, right? What they want to believe, but like this kid's a toddler, right? Oh, so you can't... Yeah. Oh no, way you're gonna be like, uh, baby, a cross. But the like problem Jesus. there is, it's like for us, it might be weird, but for them, it's like they've that's how they raised kids. That's how they were raised. That's how like their siblings oh, yeah. were raised. Well, I so mean, that's just, okay that's just how gonna... I mean, <gasps> they probably are because they probably experienced that or know someone that has. But like to us, I feel like obviously not. But, like, if they're truly into a religion like that, or not even a religion, just a belief, then it's, like, I mean, it's kind of what they signed up think, for. You don't think, but, like, you don't think, like, the state should be able to come in and, like, take the kid and, you no. know, like, whatever medicine? No? Nah. Like, what I, if it's, like, just simple blood? Like, the kid just needs a blood transfusion, that's it. I don't know, He's bro. Because then you're kind of stepping in between the lines of... If they could do that, then so, they don't so need our say, permission so to do anything the, with the our parents, children. The parents can do whatever they want with their kid. Yeah, like that's yeah. like yeah. Okay, what I don't, if the, I don't, the parents beat the shit out of the kid? Like okay, oh, okay, that's two different stories. No, there. it's not. No, it's not. No, because yeah, you're not, so necessarily, not necessarily. Not necessarily because it's the same. Like you're basically like it's like mistreating your kid. 
You're basically yeah. like negligence. Negligence. That's the word I was looking. That's the word I'm looking for. You're, neg- okay, so you're but, neglecting but, your kid from I, like needs I don't that agree. he needs yeah. in order for him to survive. I don't agree with people not giving their kids the medicine they need, at, like when they're born or when they're really young. I I'm I'm saying they should, but I understand their argument of like, well, when we were born thousands of years ago, we didn't have this medicine. Even hundreds, a couple hundred years ago, we didn't have this medicine to give our kids. They got to make it or they don't. But I, and that's still their mindset. But, but like, if you think about it, back then we didn't have the same diseases and pathogens that we do now. Hey, Adrian, are you anti-vax? No, I am not. I'm not. I'm saying <laughs> I don't the care, bro. That you're presenting are really like. No, I'm know. telling you, I'm on. I'm, I'm. I'm saying like these kids need yeah, some medicine. But I understand the argument. I don't agree with the argument, but I understand. And that's why I feel there's never going to be something that's like, oh, yeah, let's agree on this. And it's just going to keep butting heads. Because at what point do you, at what point are you like, oh, they could do that, but they can't do this? Like, if you give them permission, permission to give. Hey, I'm going to cut this. Hold on. Ah, sorry, sorry. I hit, I hit. Oh, my God. I hit my, I hit my ankle. Ouch! <laughs> oh, my oh my god, I hit it really hard. Dude, dude what is wrong with you? I hit my ankle. <laughs> um. Alright, so, so like, you give them permission, hey, right? Hey, give me a sec, I need to take a breather all of my ankle hurts. <laughs> well, yeah, what? we're almost done. We're about to wrap this up. I just wanted to say this one point. Um, you give them permission. You give them permission to like give your like the the government gives the doctors permission to give whatever they find fit for the survival of the of the child, right? But at that point, it's like that's up to the doctor's discretion. So they could, by law, they could put whatever they want in your child. That's the argument of the other people. Now you don't like the chances of that happening of a doctor risking their lives, then I mean risking their job for it. Is low, but I mean, there's multiple stories of asshole doctors, or it could even just be a mistake, and that could have been prevented if you said no. But and then it's not the doctor's fault no more because he's covered by the law. So that's the argument there that I don't agree with, but that's the argument. The Hippocratic oath, man, shut up, bro. Did you just the, say it, no? Like you said oath, the hippocrite. oath of ethics, <laughs> like the, yeah, they they won't do any harm to people. Oh yeah, I've seen a Doctor Strange once. Yeah. <laughs> I saw house. Nah, I mean, well, yeah, like that's also true. But like at the at the end of the day, bro, if they're messed up to do something like that on purpose, I don't care about no damn old. And that's like, I mean, it's happened before. But yeah, that wraps it up, man. We got about we have a whole hour in this podcast. Wow, really good. That did not feel like yeah. an hour. So yeah, we're gonna be wrapping it up. Thank you guys for this is dude. This is gonna be. It's gonna be a podcast for the for the ages. I don't know what the next podcast will be about, but I do plan on talking about the beach trip because Juan ha- Juan wants to be on the podcast, so we gotta find a way to get him in here. So that's gonna be one for him. Talk about his fajitas and chicken. Oh so God. yeah, y'all got oh. anything else to say? This guy, this podcast is just gonna be us telling him shit on his fajita. All right, I, <laughs> yeah, no, I was actually gonna say it was good fajita, but we'll, we'll talk about this guy in the next part. God damn it. No, it had me dragging fucking risky on my way home that day, bro. (laughs) 
So, uh, y'all got anything else to say? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> See, we ended, we ended yet last podcast like that. What? You saying... Cut off? Yeah, you didn't hear it? No, I didn't hear it. I guess I'm just real deaf. All right, y'all got anything else to say before we wrap it up? Follow Joe Biden's XP on Instagram. (laughs) 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 All right, that's it. That's it, bro. Wait, no, I was about to to say what I wanted to say. Ricky, thank you for uh, allowing us to um, have you on this podcast, you know? It was real nice talking with you. I'll say I'm not dead yet. Are you acting like I'm dead? (laughs)